across our neighborhood and across the world. You're listening to the Our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM. Hello listeners, this is Live FM coming at you from Bayside Court in Newport, Melbourne, Australia. We are presenting to you the Gambling Harm podcast, coming from Matthew, Adrian, Hudson and Cooper. We are joined by two very special guests, Ian, who is a community engagement officer, and Kelly, who is a counsellor and uh, both from the Gamblers Help Team at IPC Health. It is great to have both Kelly and Ian joining us here ready to talk. Yes. Um, Ian, I'll start with you first. Uh, what do you do as a community engagement officer? That's a very good question. And my colleagues ask me that all the time because they think I don't work that hard. <laughs> I'm going to convince you that I do work hard. Yes, sir. So community engagement officers are about trying to reduce harm in the community. And the way we do that is look at what we call all of the health factors that can affect people. So if people have issues with mental health, they may have issues with gambling as well. If they have issues with their physical health, they may have issues with gambling as well. And I could go on and on about those sorts of things. Um, So what we try to do is build the resilience of our community to be able to reduce the amount of gambling harm in the community. So, for example, go to schools and talk to young people your age about the harms associated with gambling, how those harms can develop in a person's life and the sorts of things that people can do to ensure that they don't get harmed by gambling themselves or if they do gamble, that their gambling doesn't affect those around them. Thank you. All right. Um, Kelly, why is gambling such a problem? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I think gambling is a problem because it's not something that can be seen um, out in society. Uh, and because of the stigma associated with gambling, um, people are afraid to seek support and seek help from other people, I think, and they try to try to manage the issue themselves. And I think that's where it becomes the problem is because they're, they're trying to manage it themselves instead of seeking support. Yeah. Okay. Ian, how did you discover the and learn the IPC and Gambler's Help program? Um, I actually applied for the job. Oh. <laughs> um, I honestly was not aware of Gambler's Help before I applied for the job. Um, I'd previously been a high school teacher 10 years actually at the Paisley campus um, last century. Um, (laughs) And I then went and worked for uh, Quit Victoria where I did prevention work and um, managed the telephone counselling line. And when I finished working there, I was looking for uh, a job that was about helping people. I just happened to stumble across an advertisement um, about being involved in the community for gamblers' help. So, yeah, that, that's how I found out about it. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Kelly, what is, in your opinion, the most important thing to do when you realise that you were addicted to gambling? 
Um, I think it sometimes takes a while for people to realise that they're having um, those problems with gambling. Um, I would be encouraging people to seek support from family members, um, professionals, um, giving gamblers help, phone line a call, um, accessing um, a counsellor through there. Um, there's also peer support groups out there such as um, Gamblers Anonymous that they can attend as well. But um, definitely just reaching out for support rather than trying to make the changes themselves. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, uh, Ian, how long have you been uh, in the business of the Gamblers and – sorry, the Gamblers Help Service? I've been working in Gamblers Help for five years now. Um and for me, it's been a fabulous job um, because it's built upon all my previous work experience. Um, and I do lots of presentations to groups and having taught. And, um, you know, when I was at Quit, I um, did lots of presentations as well. So, um, and it also gives me great satisfaction <laughs> helping people. You know, it's just a fabulous job. Glad to hear it. Um, Kelly, how do you prevent young people from gambling? Um, me specifically, um, I think that's part you of said you send them along to <laughs> school sessions that I run. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say specifically that that's part of Ian's job, but um, yeah, it's more about um, making young people aware of the harms associated with gambling by going out to schools and community groups and um, making them aware of the risks associated with gambling and you know, signs that they might be able to see amongst their friends and family who might be struggling with gambling. Okay. Thank you. And the – sorry to, to butt in there, but the – all of the advertising that goes on is making gambling look normal. Mm. And young people your age, they're projecting their age upwards – you don't want to be 16, you want to be 18 or 19 yeah. or 20. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be 38, I want to be 32. Um, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so the advertising, although it is, you know, essentially targeting 20-year-olds, young people, it's looking to capture guys and young women your age as well because you are psychologically and emotionally projecting your age upwards because you're looking to what adults do to see if that's what you want to do as an adult yeah. because that's what adolescence is, moving from childhood to adulthood. Yeah. Yes. So how many gamblers have you met, Ian, and do you gamble yourself? All right, hand on heart, I'm a gambler. <laughs> um, as we've discussed before, I'm a lawn bowler. Uh, when we play bowls on a Saturday, uh, we have an afternoon tea and I take part in a $2 raffle every Saturday to, help, to help pay for the, the lunch. Pretty harmless? Yeah. Well, look at the way I'm dressed. Can I afford $2 a week? Yes, I mean, just sartorial splendour today. <laughs> um, how many gamblers have I met? Um, I can tell you I have met probably four or 500 people who have told me that they're a gambler in my work, but I don't know because 
there are so many people who gamble mm. <laughs> and because of the stigma associated with gambling and gambling harm, they're not going to tell you. But I've, I've run sessions where people have told me that they went to bed with money in their account and they gambled on all the horse racing around the world as uh, night turned into day, mm. um, ended up with the racing starting in Australia with no money in their account. Yeah. And then I met a, an elderly Italian gentleman um, at a session and he came up to me and said, Ian, every pension day I go to the bowls club that has pokies. My bowls club doesn't. Um, and I buy the cheap cheap dinner, $10 for a schnitzel, and I put $20 in the poker machines. He said, I just realise that that meal doesn't cost me $10. He just realised that it was costing him thirty, oh. <laughs> because he was betting ten twenty dollars on the pokies, and losing it. And so he said, "I'm still going to go for the lunch, but for the dinner, but I'm not going to gamble anymore." Once more, coming to you live from FM Bayside College from Newport, Melbourne, with Matthew, Adrian, Cooper, and Hudson, with our two amazing guests, Ian, the community engagement officer, and Kelly who is a counsellor for both the IPC team, oh, and they are from both the IPC team, presenting to you the Gambling Hub podcast. Uh, Kelly, what kind of counselling do you provide within the Gamblers Help program? Uh, so basically we provide um, a couple of different counselling services to um, people that gamble and to anybody affected by someone else's gambling. Um, so moral as a therapeutic counsellor would be to to work with um, that person around their goals. So whether that be um, around wanting to cease their gambling or I guess learn how to manage it a bit more responsibly. Um, we also offer the service to affected others, so anybody that's affected by somebody else's gambling behaviour. And I guess that's just about taking care of themselves and how to support their loved ones with their gambling um, problem. Um, and we also offer a financial counselling service which um, is offered to people that are struggling with their financial issues um, and the financial counsellor will work with that person and advocate on their behalf and, and um, basically help them around um, how to manage their money um, a lot better. Um, they might advocate with um, the banks on their behalf and other creditors as well. So um, s some really great, fantastic free services. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Ian, 80% of Austra um, Australians gamble at least once each year. How do we bring that number down? I don't, personally, I don't think the issue of 80% is the issue. Um, I've, I've just told you that I gamble, um, you know, on a Saturday, $2. Mm. So is the issue the number of people who are gambling or the amount of harm that's occurring when people gamble. Um, I don't see that my $2 a week is doing me harm, but there are some people that $2 a week might do them harm. And if I was gambling $200 a week or $2,000 a week, that's a completely different situation. So it's not so much that um, I see gambling as being um, – the wrong thing to do, 
but I think it's the behaviour that causes harm that's when things. Yeah. So I think we need to to focus on reducing the harm associated with gambling. Okay. okay. Um, Kelly, how do you help gamblers? How do we help them? We yeah. Basically, we work with them around um, what um, achieving their goal. So um, talking about what their triggers may be, um, what led them to gambling, what are some alternative strategies they can put in place in order to make changes to their gambling um, and trying to increase their support network as well um, and getting them back into those activities which they previously enjoyed but have left behind. Um, That is uh, all we have time for today on the Gambling Hell podcast. Thank you to our special guests, Kelly and Ian who work for the IPC Health for spreading information on gambling. Coming from Matthew, Adrian, Hudson and Cooper from Bayside College, Melbourne, Victoria, live on the FM. If you think you or someone you know is struggling with gambling issues, please contact 1-800-858-858. Educating our community about the impacts of gambling harm, live from Bayside College in Newport, Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to the Our Gambling Harm podcast on Live FM.